Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Lord, we thank you. We praise you, Father. And Father God, I just say thank you for what you're doing in the lives of your saints in the mighty name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for every married couple, Father, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, you will strengthen them, Father, strengthen their marriages, Father, in the name of Jesus. I pray for those who want into marriage, that, Lord, they'll put you first in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just say thank you, Father. We thank you, Father. We thank you. We thank you, Father. Yes, Lord. Lord, we thank you. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we ask you to be in the center of our life. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, I pray for the young people, Lord, that, Lord, I just pray that they would get a relationship with you, Father, in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just say thank you for the young people. We thank you that they are a generation that, that Father, that has a heart after you. Lord, I thank you that you're delivering your people from a religious spirit in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we just say thank you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, I pray for every child that accepted a Halloween candy and it people prayed or put something in it that that they not aware of, Father. That Lord they covered the poison with something sweet. Lord, I pray in the name of Jesus that Lord you will protect those children in the name of Jesus. That, Lord, you're the same God that protected Paul from a snake bite in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just say thank you, Father. And, Lord, we praise you. And, Lord, we thank you. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you. Father God, I pray for those who are, who are bitter, who are in anguish, Lord. Lord, I pray that, Lord, they will turn over their will to you and forgive, Father, in the name of Jesus. That, Lord, even Peter asked you, Jesus, how many times you should forgive? Jesus said 70 times 7. It don't mean that specific number, but it means you don't keep count. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just say thank you that your people walk in forgiveness. Lord, we, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I ask for perfect love. Ask for perfect love. Perfect love in the name of Jesus. Lord, you say in your word, perfect love casts our fear. Lord, I pray for perfect love. <clears throat> Thank you, Jesus. I pray for perfect love in my life. Lord, I pray for perfect love in the saints of God's life. I pray for perfect love in the, the people of God on his life. In the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just say thank you. Lord, I pray for those who who face an eviction, who are facing a uh, that's facing foreclosure. That Lord, in the name of Jesus, you give them favor. Favor for housing. In the name of Jesus. 
we just say thank you. Lord, we praise you. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just say thank you. And Lord, we praise Lord, protect us from our ideas. That Lord, we think is right, but your ways are, are not our ways, and your thoughts are not your thoughts. That Lord, we pray for your mind. We pray for the mind of Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. And Lord, we just say thank you. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, deliver us. Deliver us from evil, Lord. Deliver us from from anger. Deliver us from bitterness. Deliver us from self-hatred. Lord, deliver us from self-destruction. Lord, deliver us from the evil one. Lord, deliver us, Lord. Deliver your people from adultery and from fornication in the name of Jesus. Lord, deliver your people from from us. Lord, deliver your people from worldly, worldly desires in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, I seek deliverance over those who are dealing with infirm, infirm sickness, infirm, uh, a spirit of infirmity in the name of Jesus. And Lord, we just thank you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I lift up the, the November elections that, Lord, you put in office you have a desire to put in office in the name of that Lord, Lord, you said in your word, you repented, Father. Lord, you said in your word, you repented, I by sore. You repented for putting Saul as king in the name of Jesus. Say, Lord, you repent for even choosing him. And Lord, they show us that Saul, you gave you gave man a free will. And Saul was chosen after your heart, was chosen after you. But, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray, Father, that we we don't get cocky. We don't get arrogant in the things of you. But, Lord, keep us humble in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for our children, Father, that they'll stay humble. And, Father God, I pray for the parents, Father, who's going through with the teenagers and young adult children. Lord, I pray for balance in their life in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we all need balance, Father, dealing with children, Father. Give us balance, Father. Show us what to do. Times we don't know what to do. Because, Lord, one thing you said, that, Lord, even though people, children are more smarter and, and at the same time they are much wickeder, they, they, much, they, they do different things, but in the name of Jesus, Teach us, Lord, show us, Father, the right things to do for our children, to help them, Father, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we just say thank you, Lord. I, I pray for their parents that's dealing with a child that went to games. That, Lord, I pray for their parent that's dealing with a child that went into homosexuality. I pray for their parent who's dealing with a child who's just plain stubborn and rebellious. That, Lord, I pray that that child will come to you, Christ. Lord, I pray for that preacher's kid. If he said preacher kids are the worst kids, but Lord, I pray that that preacher will spend more time with his children in the name of Jesus, be balanced between family and ministry. Father God, I pray for that parent that lost a child, Father, whether it's sickness or whether it's accidents in the name of Jesus. Lord, comfort that parent in the name of Jesus. And Father God, we just say thank you, Father. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I lift up those parents in the name of Jesus. I lift up those grandparents who are taking care of their grandbabies because of 
the mother is is passed away or the father passed away or the parents are not in the children like father I pray that you get a grandparent strength dealing with that grandchild or grandchildren in the name of Jesus and Lord who just say thank you and father God in the mighty name of Jesus Lord we just say thank you for strength Lord I pray for that uncle and auntie who's raising their nieces and nephews that Lord you give them strength in the mighty name of Jesus concerning their child and children in the name of Jesus and Father God we just say thank you and Lord we praise you Father God in the name of Jesus we just say thank you for giving them strength and Father God in the name of Jesus I pray for the fathers that Lord you will strengthen them to be the head of the house or to be in their children life and Lord if the mother is interfering with it Lord I pray for your intervening in the name of Jesus because it's the child needs both parents in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the name of Jesus, I pray for that mother who's working two, three jobs to provide for their child, that, Lord, you give them strength. And I pray that the child will pay attention in the name of Jesus to the struggles of their mother or father in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we just say thank you. And, Lord, we praise you, Father. Lord, you are a good God. And, Father God, I lift up the ministers of the fivefold ministry, that, Lord, they will walk in obedience with you, Father, in the name of Jesus. That, Father God, in the name of Jesus, they are the head not to tell. They are beyond and not beneath. And, Father God, I pray that, Lord, the ministers will obey you to drive out, Father, to drive out every religious spirit, every false doctrine of demons in the name of Jesus, that, Lord, they will dispose of it in the ministry in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, we just say thank you. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, protect the children from from uh, horror movies and porn, Father, and from witchcraft, movies that promote witchcraft and evil and sexologies in the name of Jesus. Deliver our children from those things, because, Lord, we can't watch them 24-7, but, Lord, children are exposed to different things, whether it's through YouTube. Protect our children from those things in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for strict laws in in what's being shown to children in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I pray that the parents will pay attention in the name of Jesus. They will, they will not be so quick to give a child a passcode to, to the computer. They won't be so quick to get passcode to their phone because, Lord, it, it, it could hurt the parents in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just say thank you. And, Lord, we praise you. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for the school district. Lord, I pray that the, school, the teachers will get an increase an increase, nearly double, in the name of Jesus. Because the teachers teach our children, teach future presidents, athletes, people in Congress. Every teacher taught everyone who is in important positions in the name of Jesus, even CEOs of companies in the name of Jesus. Lord, I speak an increase for teachers in the name of Jesus. I speak an increase for nurses, Father, in the name of Jesus. I speak increase for 
school bus drivers, truck drivers, those who work in the hospital industry, those who work in HR, those who are assistants, those who are sick. I speak increase for all your people in different branches of government or in a corporate facility. I speak increase for them, those who are faithful in time pain, those who faithful give us, Father. I speak increase. I speak increases over those who are in ministry full time. I speak increase over your people in the name of Jesus. That Lord, it's the scripture say the weapon of the wicked is stored up for the righteous. But Lord, I pray you prepare your people and how to handle the small, the what they have now, Father. Because Lord, you don't that Lord you reminded me, David wasn't didn't become a king first. But David learned to protect his father's sheep in the name of Jesus. If he can protect the sheep, he can protect God's people. He can he can rule a nation in the name of Jesus. And Father God, in the, and Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, teach us to honor you with the little we have. Because we honor you with little, you you will make us rule over much. And Lord, we love you. And, Lord, we thank you. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I pray for those who try and adjust to the new time of going back. And, Lord, in the name of Jesus, give them strength. And, Father God, I speak healing over everyone. Lord, I pray all over the world that medication will decrease in the name of Jesus. People will not have to depend on medication. That, Lord, show them the herbs of the earth that which are healing for the body in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, we just thank you. We thank you for the education on our bodies in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I speak supernatural weight loss over your people. And, Lord, they will maintain that weight loss in the name of Jesus. Lord, I speak that women would not deal with bloating issues in the name of Jesus. That, Lord, give everybody the desire to pay attention to what they eat, what causes different things in their body, in the name of Jesus. That, Lord, you wish that, Lord, you wish that we'd be in good health. That, Lord, you wish that our soul were possible. Lord, we just say thank you. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just say thank you. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, I speak. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, I speak. Blessings over those who incorporating books that starting small businesses. Lord, give them the knowledge and the skills to be successful in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I speak for knowledge and wisdom to be successful. And Father God, we just thank you. Lord, I pray for those who try to establish nonprofit organizations that's that going to be a blessing to many. And Lord, show them how to do it. Show them how to write grants in the name of Jesus and produce the funds that they need, Father, in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, I speak supernatural blessings upon your people in the name of Jesus. Lord, you say you will not hold a good thing from us. And, Lord, show us, show us, Father, the wills and your statutes and your way to obtain the blessings we need, not only for ourselves but for others in the name of Jesus. And, Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just say thank you. Father God, destroy every spirit of Jezebel and Ahab over the churches, over the corporations. 
in the name of Jesus. Destroy the spirit of Ahab and Jezebel over the churches, over the corporations, and over marriages, over relationships, in the name of Jesus. Destroy every spirit of Delilah that, that come against men of God, Father. Destroy that spirit in the name of Jesus. Destroy every Enoch spirit. Destroy every spirit of Akon who steal and hide. Steal and hide, Father, in the name of Jesus. Destroy those spirits in the church. Destroy those spirits of idol worship. Destroy every idol in the church. That, Lord, destroy in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we love you. And, Lord, we thank you. And, Lord, we praise you, Father. Lord, we love you. Lord, we thank you. Lord, we praise you, Father. Destroy every unclean spirit in the lives of your people in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we just say thank you. Lord, I pray that deliverance will be in your churches, in your house, in the name of Jesus. I pray for deliverance in the name of Jesus. And, Lord, we love you. Lord, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen and amen. Amen. Praise God. I thank God for everybody that's on the line. Now give God the glory. Give God the praise for everybody that's on the line. I thank God for you. You know, uh, tomorrow's not promised to no one. Tomorrow is not promised to no one. Say again, tomorrow is no, not promised to no one. I want everybody to take take your salvation serious. Take your salvation serious. Take your relationship with God serious, because you don't you don't know. Um, many times we can we can assume that we're going to heaven, but we don't know. So take your salvation serious. Take repentance serious before God. Amen. Amen. I thank God for everybody that's here. And I want everybody, uh, if you haven't started, if you haven't started, go into the book of Proverbs. Start reading the book of Proverbs and begin to learn more about God. The book of Proverbs is very, very important. I just want to tell you, like, get into the, the book of Proverbs. Let's read one a day. You don't have to. You, don't, you know, you don't. If you want to read more, that's fine. But start off in the book of Proverbs. And let God bless you. Amen.
We'll go to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 2. Ezekiel, chapter 2. And the Lord wants us to speak what he tells you to speak. And um, I was going through um, different books of the Bible, and I was reading Lamentations. Lamentation was a point of, I call it, you didn't hear God's voice. You know, the people was going through, and it was uh, it was worse than depression of, uh, of um, depression in America. So it was a hard spot. You know, people cried. It was bitter. Ran from enemies. It was killed by the enemies. But Ezekiel 2, in verse 1, they stand up, son of man, I'm reading out New Living Translation, and said to, said to voice, I want to speak with you. And the Spirit came into me as he spoke, and he set me on my feet, and I listened carefully to his words. Son of man, he said, I am sending you to the nation of Israel, a rebellious nation that has rebelled against me. They and their ancestors have been rebelling against me to this very day. They are a stubborn and hard-headed people. But I'm sending you to say to them, this is what the sovereign Lord says. And whether they listen I refuse to listen, for remember, they are rebels. At least they will know they have had a prophet among them. The Lord has been talking to some of us, of all of us, telling us to get, get your house in order. Repent. Repent. Some of y'all are called. You say, well, Lord, these people are hard-headed and they're rebellious. And the Lord say, just do what I tell you to do. Some of y'all, the Lord has been calling y'all to intercede, to pray. Well, Lord, they ain't going to change their mind. But the Lord said, I need you to intercede and pray. I'm not asking you to change their mind. I'm asking you to do what I tell you to do. See, it's not what you think the response you're going to get, but it's what God called you to do. But, Lord, do you know how your people are? But the Lord has sent Ezekiel to a rebellion. The Lord told them, say, they, they rebel against me. They, the Bible, you know, New Living Church, say they are a stubborn and hard-hearted people. You know, it's bad to be stubborn in the head and a hard heart. But I'm sending you to them. And the Lord is telling everybody today, either you're going to listen to the prophet or you're not. Are you going to listen to my shepherd or you're not? Are you going to listen to what I... See, I'm going to tell you this. God will talk to you first. 
You you can say, oh, that's my mind, that's my mind. And God will send someone to give you a word. I knew this young lady, and she didn't want to hear nothing from God. God sent people at a job. Say, if you don't do this, you're going to lose X, Y, and Z. Then she went to the church, and she went everywhere. She did not obey God, and what God told her happened. And the Lord is saying, I need you to pray. I don't need you to think what's going to change. See, many of us say, well, Lord, I prayed and nothing changed. But God, all God is saying, I just need you to pray. See, when you pray, things are going to change, whether it's going to change for the good or it's going to change for the bad. God wants you to speak, whether it's going to change for the good or it's going to change for the bad. But you just need to do what God tells you. And I'm going to tell you this. It, you know, that's not an easy thing that what Ezekiel was, uh, Ezekiel was challenged with. Now, I'm going to read this again. The bottom of verse 4 says, this is what the sovereign Lord says. And whether they listen or refuse to, to listen, for remember, they are rebels. At least they know that they have had a prophet among them. See, the Lord, the Lord say, even your children, tell your children the truth. Whether they listen or they refuse to listen, but tell your children the truth. The Lord say, tell your, tell your grandchildren whether they listen or they refuse to listen what the Lord told them. Tell your sisters whether they listen or don't listen. Verse 6, say, the Son of Man do not fear them or their words. Don't be afraid even though their threats surround you like nettles and briars and stinging scorpions. Do not be dismayed by their dark scowls even though they are rebels. You must give them my message, whether they listen or not. But they won't listen, for they are completely rebellious. Son of man, listen to what I say to you. Do not join them in their rebellion. Open your mouth and eat what I gave you. Give you. And I looked and saw a hand reaching out to me and held a scroll, which he unrolled. And I saw both sides was covered with funeral songs, words of sorrow, and pronouncements of doom. It's time out of lying to yourself, lying to the people around you. Tell them the truth. Some people have been grew up in the church, and I know certain churches ain't do what they're supposed to do what they needed to do, what they should have done. The Lord say, tell the truth and spare not. The Lord say, some of y'all are intercessors. The Lord say, just pray my word. Pray my will. But Lord, it seemed like I prayed and they still went to hell. But the Lord said, I need you to pray for them. Because prayer Hmm. I'm going to tell you this. When you pray for someone, they, you know, when you hear a person say, something told me, 
say, Lord, I thank you. They don't know, you know, a sinner or a person in church that something told me to stop doing that. But when your prayers come in. See, one thing about God, when a person go to hell or heaven, they go to heaven again. I'm going to tell you this. It's not they went to heaven because they were perfect. And everybody that go to hell wasn't always bad. There's a point that you can walk into disobedience. There's a point you can start off good and turn from God. Like, uh, yes, Lord, even King King, uh, Solomon, he started good. He started messing with strange women, started following their idols. King Saul started out good, but later on, God said, I repented for choosing Saul. But I don't care how bad things get, the Lord said, keep praying and tell the truth, speak the truth. Well, Lord, if I tell them that, I might lose my job. If I tell them that, they might kick me out of the church. And God been been dealing with you in dreams, dealing with you in visions. Every time you open the Bible, boom, the Lord said, tell them the truth. And if when things happen, they know someone told them the truth. And it's don't apply to everybody, but it's apply to some people. But I say, tell your children the truth. You know why your children are acting crazy? Because that that you you know that their daddy really ain't their daddy. You know why your children? I don't know why they start smoking weed. You know good way you were smoking weed, but what people realize because you get saved, it doesn't erase your past. They're, oh, I'm saved. But you still had a past. God forgive you of your sins, and He remember no more. But you still have you, you done stuff that you need to repent of. Say, Lord, I repent. But so, I don't know why God put that under. But you need to tell your children, yeah, Mama was on drugs, your Daddy was on drugs, or whatever. Tell your children the truth. Tell them the truth. They gonna get delivered one way or another. They're going to get delivered right there on the spot. But when they go to jail, they're going to get delivered. Yeah, my mom and daddy told me. They're going to get delivered some way. Truth has set people free. And you know why people is schizophrenia on drugs or alcohol? It's because either they were fed a lie or they were justified to. Lord, see, tell the truth and spare not. Tell the truth. And, and tell your children the truth. Tell, and some, and God says some of y'all are prophets, prophetess, your leaders of a church, and some of y'all are going to listen to this recording again. Tell your congregation the truth and spare not. Because in 2020, it's going to be more and more deaths, and people think it was a plague. But God is not playing. People focus on the New Testament, but the Old Testament is still alive and well. I was reading through the book of Lamentation, and I went to Ezekiel. And um, today, I was preaching about uh, you know, a previous service in Deuteronomy chapter 28. Now, 
there are 14 blessings. There are 53 scriptures of disobedience, what things going to happen to you. We are at a place we have no more excuses. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. Fair not. God will give you opportunity to tell the truth. Lord, that this going to happen, tell it. I don't know what's wrong with that girl. I don't know what's wrong with that boy. You know what's wrong with him. Some of them spoiled, some of them rotten, some of them. I don't know what's wrong with my brother. I don't know what's wrong with my sister. And I don't know what's wrong with me. Yeah, you know what's wrong with you. You ain't seen. You justify. But don't, while God is dealing with each one of us in our sins, some of us, we, we, some things we do know, and we say, God, deliver me. And I'm going to tell you out there, I'm going to be honest. It's not one thing that God cannot deliver you from. You can't tell. It's not one thing. God ain't going to be Now, God can deliver anything you have. That Jesus died on the cross. It was no more sacrifices after Jesus. Ask Jesus for deliverance. Because when, when God starts dealing with you in an area in your life, God wants you. I'm a, okay, I'm going to break it down. I'm going to give you an example. When you go to the doctor, I think normal blood pressure is 120 over 80. I don't know the normal blood pressure. 120 over 90, 120 over 80. So, say you go in six months later, the blood pressure go up to 130 over 90. And the doctor say, what are you doing? Oh, nothing. I've been eating a little fried food and eating a little chips. And doctors say, but you, yeah, you gain weight. Oh, man, I've been this size. Go back another six months. Blood pressure is 140 over 95. Doctor said, what you doing? Oh, I ain't doing nothing. Everything's fine. Everything's kosher. And the doctor said, your blood pressure is getting high. I'm concerned about that. And you're starting to gain weight, you're getting fluid in your hands and your feet. Oh, doctor, it's it, it just me. I've always been like, no, doctor, say no. You know, work on your high blood pressure now. You're going to face heart disease, strokes, heart attack. You can have all kinds of problems. And you can study gain weight. Go to the doctor again. Gain more weight. Doctor say, look, you don't have to do some things. Because these are the things you're dealing with. Boy, no, you're hospitalized. Have all kinds of problems. Don't go back to the, the things of God. You don't see it at first. You just say, oh, I lost $10. I ain't worried about that. Boy, you know it. You lost $10. All of a sudden, you start getting sick. Oh, I never get sick. All of a sudden, things are going haywire. 
All of a sudden, you can't sleep at night. All of a sudden, you're faced with fears. The enemy is tormenting you. And God said, you need to get delivered from that. You need to repent from that. Lord, my my mama messed me up. My daddy messed me up. The Lord said, I ain't hearing that. You need to repent of that. But see, even though if our father and mother did a certain thing, you're not going to heaven or hell off of your mother and father. You're going to heaven or hell based on your works. You have to, well, Lord, how? And we're justified, and God, and God say, I'm here to help you. I'm here to deliver you right now. But you're still justified. And it's just like you're in a hospital and you need surgery, but, you, but you're making excuses, saying, doctor, it's not that bad. And the doctor says, if you don't get no surgery, you're going to die. But what God is telling you today, you need to repent. You need to ask for deliverance. Deliverance comes in different ways. God can deliver you how he want to deliver you. But it's time to get delivered. And each time when you disobey God, every time you close your ear to God, God talk to you, you send an elder or you send a prophet, God talk, keep talking to you, and you might send your father and mother if they're in the things of God. He'll send a spiritual mother, spiritual father. He'll send somebody before you leave this earth. God warns you. Same with the doctor. The doctor warns you that if you don't stop this, this is going to happen to you. Same with God. Do not ignore the warning sign. And some of y'all just gonna have to tell people the truth. God been some of y'all been holding things and you God you've been holding Lord, I can't tell them this. Or I'm gonna lose everything. You tell them the truth. Afraid of losing friends, we're afraid of losing family members, we're afraid of losing fellow associates, we're afraid of losing coworker friends. You gotta tell people the truth. God put it on your heart. There's a difference. Now I ain't telling you go in here and just, just be popping off at the mouth. Your breath stink. You need some deodorant. I don't like your attitude. No, that ain't God. But when God deal with you to deal with someone, it's always in love. But there's correction. I'm gonna say that again. There's a difference between telling someone in love versus telling somebody out of your flesh. And you're gonna have to pray about it. God, I, and I've seen people tell me different things. I say they're right, but that ain't no God. You know, they, they down you. No. When God corrects you, it never puts you down. It convicts you. But when God corrects you, when God sent a man or woman to God to correct you, it's supposed to convict you. But if, it, if you're around here with condemnation, you sitting here with your head down, always mean that ain't God. When God speaks to you, there's conviction. Two things, they're going to be convicted or they're going to get more rebellious and hard-headed. Two things. Some people don't want to hear, and they just go, they just do something reckless. They got something that's convicted and say, yes, it's me. And God said, I'm giving you warnings. And I'm telling you, I've got God deliver me. Larry, this ain't right. Lord, deliver me. Get some things. Say, Lord, this ain't right. Deliver me. Deliver my mind. Lord, I don't have no business being double-minded. This is not you. This is not you. You said double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. This is not you, Father. Lord, help me. Lord, you said in your, uh, Lord, you know, Lord, you said in your word. 
that uh, wages of sin is death. Lord, I don't want to die in sin. We have to be honest. And I'm, I'm telling you, I tell on Larry, I, I have stuff that I put on myself. Not my mother, not my father, not my grandparents, things that I cause. Yes, I'm going to be honest. Yes, there's certain things in both sides of my family that's going on with other children. But not all the children, not all the grandchildren, great-grandchildren are really doing. Look, you got some of them ain't whoring around, ain't whores. Some of them ain't drinking. Some of them ain't smoking. Not every child, like on my father's side, they got, I want to say, you know, they smoke. But my daddy never smoked. You know, they, they, uh, but I have another uncle who smoked, used to smoke. Got some angels. But not all the children smoked. From my understanding, my, uh, I know my grandmother smoked, but she stopped. But my dad didn't, you know, he didn't care on what that happened. Now, out of my, my five brothers and sisters, I have only, you know, one brother that smoked. But it's certain things that we can't blame our parents. It's just like it's certain things I saw them do that was right, and I was like, I ain't not, uh-uh, I ain't gonna do all that. They too, I I thought it was a sin to go to church so much. We used to go to church five, six days a week. I thought it was a sin to go to church that much. Oh, that God! I mean, uh, y'all were in God, but it wasn't how much you go. It just they had a, a, a zeal for God. As they got older, things changed, and a lot of things was right. Some things I didn't agree, didn't, didn't agree with, but we have to choose the path that God has for us. Even though your father might have been a, a doctor, God might call you to be a preacher. Mother might have been a school teacher, the Lord might call you to be in Congress. So what I'm telling everybody today, real, some of y'all are hoarding unforgiveness towards you should just release it. Because our children would never think like us. I'm sorry. They didn't make a manual for that. Our children just won't think like us. Like, I'm going to give you an example. You know, it's certain things my older children do, and and I'm still horrified doing it. They did it. <laughs> Y'all are crazy. Oh, Daddy, you just say, no, y'all, y'all know what the Bible say. But guess what? Say, y'all know I ain't training y'all like that. Guess what? I did what I'm supposed to do. I love them. I don't love them no less. Coming to a close, but I just thank God for everybody that's on the line. We have to come to the realness of God. We don't know. I'm 44. I don't know when is my last day. My father passed away two years, almost two years ago. I would never thought of that. I promise you, as my name is Larry Bernal Honore Jr., I would never thought my dad was going to pass away. I didn't see him as much. I just took it for granted. I said, oh, he'll be here a little while. 
did not know they were going to pass away. My dad was the last person I thought would pass away. I thought all his sisters and brothers would pass away because he, he'd be here forever. That's the way I thought. You know, it just, it, 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 it what I thought. Uh, there were some people that I knew of that I thought they were going to be here for a while, and they wasn't. Some of them, I know they had a relationship with God. I just said, well, Lord, they're going to be here a long time. There were some people, I'm going to be honest, they shocked me when they died. I'm sorry, you know, the old folks say, evil person live a long time, and I believe that. It was some, it was this lady, and I pray she got a life right with the Lord before she passed. I thought she was going to live forever. I just thought she was going to live. When they told her, I said, not her. Man, you know, she. I just pray she got a life right. But from the last experience I had with her over 14, 15 years ago, I just, I ain't heard no more about her. I just remember the bad stuff she did, you know. The, 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 you know, she had some, some, some unique ways. She passed away this year. And I was like, not her. You, you sure? We're talking about the same person. So when I'm learning, death is coming quick. Death is not. Death has no prejudice. It don't have a respect of class. We need to work on quickly our relationship with God and what God told us to do. We just we, we have to get before God because there's things in me that I thought I, there's some things I forgot about until the Holy Ghost brought to my remembrance. But, oh, I know how I got into that. Trying to be grown at a wrong, trying to be grown. I got myself in a lot of stuff. God show you something. Please obey God. Lord, I release this. Lord, I give this up to you. But see, God is not going to work on my neighbor, whether to the left or right of me, above me, or back of me. But Lord, you need to work them on them. They the problem. But the whole time, I was the problem. We, you know, sometimes we blame everybody except us. We. I mean, I'm the problem. Or they just need to change their ways. And the children of Israel, thank you, Holy Spirit, not one scripture in the Bible say the devil made them worship astral poles. Idols, golden image, wooded in. It didn't say one scripture that the devil made them worship other gods. Yeah, you see that scripture. They had uh, um, fornication. Uh, they had uh, sacrifices of humans. Uh, they defiled the temple. It did not say in the Bible that the devil made them do it. So the, the Israelites did that out of their own heart, out of their own motives, out of their own flesh. So go back, oh, that it was the devil. Everything ain't the devil. 
you have to come in terms of your own for God to elevate you, to put you in a different dimension in him, a different area in him, a different love. And, um, I, you know, I thank God for one of my apostles. Uh, you know, I was sent a, a scripture, and uh, it blessed me. I thank God, you know, for that. Give me a scripture. And uh, and and it it was just so it was it was just so it it, it there with me say, do you feel love? Now, and the scripture was, there is no fear in love, but perfect love drives out fear, because fear has to do with punishment. The one who fears is not made perfect in love. And I had to check myself and say, you know what, Lord, you're right. I said, I don't have perfect love because I have fear. See, I'm going to tell you, I love him, but I don't trust him. I love her, but I don't trust her. I love everything they do, but I fear this about them. I fear them leaving me. I fear them doing something stupid. I fear that they're going to be like the rest of the people. I fear that this company will not be as good as my other company. I fear they're going to do they're going to do this to me like the other people. And this is what I had to tell on myself. I say, there is no fear in love. When you love God, there's no fear. Now, I'm going to tell you this. Sometimes I do get rebellious. I do have my way. But the Lord going to win. The Lord gonna win. The Lord gonna win. Hmm. I mean, we can sit here and think we're doing something, but the Lord gonna win. God knows where it hurts. If God take away all the money from us, He gonna win. God caused sickness. God loves us. God don't want nobody to go to hell. Not not one of us. Like them old folks, not a nail go to hell. But perfect love drive our fear. When you truly love God, when you truly love people, you don't have no fear. Oh, they racist. They're going to turn on me anyway. Yeah, that's them. I love them for who they are. Now, just imagine. Some of y'all have one, five, six, seven children. You love them in a unique way. You know you can't trust this child to go stoke for you, but they ain't going to bring your change back. You know, you ain't going to tell this child to clean up no kitchen, but they're going to have clean the kitchen so you make them clean up the bathroom. You know, this child ain't going to go to bed on time, so you have to send them to bed a little early. You know, your children, you love them, and you don't say, and you don't put all of them in the same shell. You know, you know what each one, one child, you just fuss at them, and, that, and that's they whooping. Some of them, you you had to, you know, almost break their neck. <laughs> nah, just kidding. Bust their butt. But perfect love has no fear. So we need to pray that God drive our fear from us. Yeah, you know, people say, oh, you know, we, 
and a lot of times we was trained to fear. We push that fear to our children and grandchildren. But we just God asks us for perfect love. Perfect love casts out all fear. If the job cuts you cut you off today, still walk in love. And you go on by your life. Oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. That was for me. If your job ever cut you off, if your job cut your salary, if your job moved to another city, another country, if your job cut off your benefits, if your pastor no longer want to preach no more, whether he's male or female, you love them. You don't fear. Like, oh, no, whatever you do, the only pastor I listen to or the only woman of God listen to. If your children don't want to be bothered with you no more, it's perfect love. You just love them. Just walk in love. And that's all you can do. You cannot change a person's mind. God give everybody a free will. We need to ask God. I want everybody tonight in your private prayer time. Private prayer time. God, I want your perfect love. Because where there's love, there's no fear. I can't. I, I can't put all my eggs in one basket. No, that's the most common saying. Don't put all your eggs in one basket. Don't know what folks. Don't know what folks will do. You remember you gave your all to that person. You know what happened. Remember you gave all to the church. You know what happened. We have experiences, and we and there's maturity. We don't fear what God tells us to do. What Jesus said, he said, the greatest commandment is to love one another, to love each other. That's the greatest commandment. You love, you tell the truth without fear. Amen? Amen. And it's easily said. No, it's easy for him to say. It's difficult. But it gets better. It's better and better. Amen? Thank God for everybody that's here. Thank God for y'all. Amen. Anyone who want to rededicate your life to the Lord or, or, or give your life to the Lord, important. Tomorrow is not promised to you. Next week is not promised to you. Give your life to the Lord. Well, we'll give your life to the Lord. We dedicate your life to the Lord. Repeat after me. Say, Lord Jesus, I need you. Thank you for dying on the cross for my sins. I open the door of my life. Receive as Lord and Savior. Thank you for forgiving my sins. Eternal life. Control the throne of my life. 
even the kind of person you want me to be. And I thank God for everybody that's here. I encourage you to go to a read your Bible start from Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. I encourage you to pray in prayer. Get better and better with God. I encourage you to attend Bible study or Sunday school your church offered. I thank God for everybody. Anyone? Anyone having a testimony? Anyone having a testimony? Amen. Anyone having a prayer request? Amen. Anyone having a prayer request? to press one to unmute by unmute everywhere. Amen. This week, I want everyone to read a proverb a day. Start on proverb. This week, ask God for perfect love that casts out all fear. And when God shows you something, he's just trying to help you. Because the enemy is ready to destroy us. He comes to steal, kill, and destroy. The enemy don't even want you to be remembered. He don't want you. So God show you something is to help you. Amen. Amen. I'm coming to a close and I just want to tell everybody on um November November 17th, we'll be having services. November 17th, I'm going to confirm it next week. November 17th, I will have services at the uh, Spring Hill Suites, and it's 20303 Chase Wood, C H A S E. W-O-O-D, Chasewood Park Drive, Houston, Texas, 77070. And now if you have any questions, or you can email me at powerprayer at hotmail.com. It's powerprayer at hotmail.com on November 17th. Also, on November 24th, we will not be having services. I want everybody to enjoy your Thanksgiving you know, with your family, friends. Enjoy that weekend. And also, on December 22nd, we will not have services. I want everybody to enjoy your, you know, your Christmas uh, with your loved ones. Amen. Amen. I'm coming to a close. Heavenly Father, we love you and we thank you for this day. And, we, uh, and Lord, we thank you warning us. And Father God, I pray for deliverance. I pray for supernatural healing. And Lord, I would remember what Smith Wiggerworth said. He said he, when he delivered this child from a demon, 
the child was immediately healed. And, Lord, I remember that. And, Lord, I pray for deliverance so healing can come in our life. And, Lord, we love you. And, Lord, we thank you, Father, for your love. And, Lord, we thank you for your unconditional love for us. Because, Lord, you could have gave up on all of us a long time ago. And, Lord, we love you and we thank you, Father. And I pray for blessing, the blood of Jesus over everybody on the line, and those who normally come. And, Lord, we love you. And we thank you. In his name, Lord, we, we just praise you, Father. The blood of Jesus over our children, those who have grandchildren, great-grandchildren. Lord, I pray for a blessed week. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to tell everybody good night. Be blessed. That Jesus loves you, and I do too. Good night, everyone.
Rock, I still have my phone muted. Hello, could you hear me? Hello? Hello. Oh, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Hi, who am I talking to? Good night, and thank you. Thank you. God bless. God bless. Huh? 